Hello and welcome to another podcast of the Gospel Rescue Mission. Today we're going to be talking about victim mentality as it is one of the big challenges we deal with at the Gospel Rescue Mission. Now you might ask, what do you mean by victim mentality? Well, it's the, the idea, the underlying and unspoken thought that says, I'm a victim because... And it can be because of a lot of things, because I've suffered blank, uh, because I was raised with bad parents, uh, because my DNA makes me blank. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an addict. I was born this way. My spouse left me. Uh, there's some kind of problem in my brain chemistry. I was diagnosed with blank. I have a felony on my record, or um, I'm homeless. These become an identity tag the size of a millstone around the necks of the people we serve every day. I have depression becomes equal to I have stage four terminal cancer, an unchangeable and sad fact to live with. So rather than vigorously living with every moment that they're giving, they simply begin the process of dying instead of flourishing and they become stuck in survival mode, accepting the identity disabled and living with it as if it's some as if they're in some kind of long-term hospice. They've accepted the description of the problem rather than a prescription for change and recovery. I knew a man once who was who was, had lost one of his lungs in an accident. To him, this was the beginning of the end. He fought and fought for 12 years with Social Security to qualify for disability because in his mind, well, he was disabled. But I knew that he was a skilled painter with decades of experience prior to this accident. I, I reminded him and I remember him shouting me, at me in my office because I had suggested that he wasn't actually disabled and that he was capable of continuing in his career as a painter. I've worked for 12 years to get this, he yelled. And I reminded him that he used to make top dollar as a painter, all to just fight for 1200 bucks a month. He finally began sobbing and crying in my office and said that God actually had been speaking to him about this before I had ever said anything, and that he was really just real scared. When we prayed together and we prayed for courage as he dropped the claim, not one week later, he got hired as a head painter for a hospital at $25 an hour. Unfortunately, all too often, the Christian community has bought into and defends such ideas as victim mentality. It, it seems that we've become, that we have come to trust worldly counsel over the teachings of Scripture. And this is partly because we've just become careless with how we interpret the Bible, paying no attention to things like scriptural context. And therefore, we find ourselves feeling obligated to treat every person's suffering as if they're the man robbed and beaten on the road to Jericho, a guy who's a true victim. In, even when the person was neither robbed or beaten like the man in the story— and their suffering was, is actually due to abuse, their abuse of both substances and people, well, we somehow tell ourselves that we're being like the Good Samaritan when we hand them money or a sandwich on the side of the road. We say, after all, they can't help it. They're an addict. And once an addict, always an addict. And with very good intentions filled with sympathy, we repeat the lie that we've been sold. The disciples 
the disciples fell into this kind of thinking also, but fortunately, Jesus spoke truth into it. In John 9, we read, as he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And as his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? They were asking, how did he become a victim? Was it his fault or the fault of his parents? But Jesus kind of answers, neither. It was not that this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Convincing a homeless person that they can become something greater than the diagnosis they've embraced is one of the many challenges we face at the mission. Jesus didn't come into our suffering in order to leave us into the condition that he found us in, but to change us into something new. When he does this, either by his common grace or by his saving grace, the work of God's power goes on display in our lives. So at the mission, we get to share with residents that they're not just meat machines that follow some random coding of their DNA, but instead that they were created in the image of God with design and purpose. This means that they're more than simple victims to be pitied for the station in life that they've been cast into by the winds of chance and bad luck, but instead that they but that that the one who created them came into the world intentionally to suffer for them and with them because he cares for those who he created in his image. When the story we've come to tell ourselves only traps us into our pain and suffering, it's time to change the story. The gospel brings genuine healing and hope as it does exactly that. It changes our story. Well, that's another podcast for the Gospel Rescue Mission. I appreciate your time listening to us. And please share this with your friends. Listen to us on Facebook and like us. And, uh, of course, come to our website and check us out, uh, gospelrescuemissiongp.org or grantspassmission.org. Thanks again and have a great day.